What up, fam? It's your boy, Shaman, coming to you. Um, early this week, um, did an interview with uh, UK comedian Andy Blythe. Um, I had a really good time. Uh, this, I think it was a pretty good episode. Uh, so I'm getting it out to you a little bit early. Hey, it's Thanksgiving week. So here, me being thankful, giving to you. Uh, <laughs> you know how we do. Hey, yo, I feel really good about this. First of many interviews, I got plenty of them you know, lined up. We're getting ready to do big things. But as promised, interview Andy Blythe, episode 22. Let's get it. All right, people, welcome back. Uh, no Room to Talk podcast, episode 22. Uh, as promised, coming to you today, special guest. Uh, super excited. First interview. I, I told you I was going to get the interviews. It was coming. So I'm so happy to welcome you to UK comic, Andy Blythe. Andy, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, I'm a comedian. I'm English. A uh, bit of a wanker, a bit of a twat. Uh, pretty much hate everything. And um, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the bulk of it, really. I tend to just sort of run off my mouth at things that really annoy me, things that really shouldn't annoy me, and uh, I sort of state the obvious about things that people just socially accept, which they shouldn't, and yeah, just just, just go off on that, because it's an annoying world we live in. That's, that's like the short of it right there. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, and I think I appreciate people like yourself, like comedians, because it's really what we need right now. Like, we've gotten to a point where it's, too stupid on the left, too stupid on the right. People see things, and you know you should react to them in a certain way, but you can't because like split yeah. social. Like I don't care. I'm gonna say retarded shit. People yeah. don't want you to even say the word retarded, but like I'm gonna die on that hill. Like the word retarded is mine. I'm taking that back. And it's it's just really bizarre how the world is now. It seems so uptight. Oh, yeah. It's just, you can't even sort of leave the front door and, and say hello to your postman without offending him because he is a she or, 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 or something, do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, you can't, you can't communicate with anyone without someone getting offended anymore. It's just, it's horrible. No, it's absolutely, it's, I think that's the crazy thing when you talk about getting offended. <laughs> like, that's the real thing. Like, people wake up looking for what's going to piss them off that day. Oh, yeah, they do, yeah. And instead of just saying fuck it, uh, just move, just keep it fucking moving. Like that's that's the real thing. I'd, I'd love. I just don't understand uh, at what point in in our lives that that, that of, in humankind have we made that decision to go. Joe, you know what I just I want to cry about everything. Every because we used to just accept life isn't fair, and some people say things that other people don't agree with. But that's gone now. We have to just we have to try and sue everyone or or make everyone apologise for shit that you don't necessarily agree with, and it's just. Oh. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's super oh. overwhelming because uh, you think about it. Okay, um, like you said, you see someone and they look like a female to you. Yeah, yeah. And you say, excuse me, ma'am. And it's like, oh, I'm, yeah, no, this is how. And like, it was my mistake, but you're wearing, it's like, you're, I don't go up to a police officer and say like, uh, excuse me, uh, doctor. Uh, you know, like I know, <laughs> like I already know, you've got the uniform, you're wearing the uniform. 
Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. allow me to make a mistake. Don't assume that I'm like trying to take something from you or make you less than because I made a simple mistake. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, then, so comedian, like, yeah. um, what took you to be a comedian? Because that's like something like people a lot of times say, oh, you should definitely do. Like one of those things that people kind of turn their nose up at. I'll tell you what it was. It started when I was young. You know, I was I was never I was sort of the class clown at school, but not not I was never naughty. I just loved chatting and just making people laugh at school. Um, but but my big thing was screenwriting at the time, and and sort of I used to visualise sitcoms and all of this shit. And I I actually wrote a series when I was about sixteen, and uh, it sort of went really well. Sort of co-wrote with a friend of mine, and. Um, we had this sort of local production company. I, I approached them and I sort of sent them my scripts and stuff. And they said, you know, this is fantastic. We had a meeting and they said, yeah, you know, we want to, we want to put this together. We want to do this for you. I thought, fucking hell, you know, that was easy. <laughs> it's a bit bizarre. Um, and then I sort of realized after about six months of chasing them for this contract and all of this other stuff, turns out they were just a massive waste of skin and, um, shit was never going to happen. But, but that, that initial buzz was what really sort of triggered my writing and and that sort of that's at the backbone of everything I do in stand up is because I want to write. So basically, like my my inspiration, the biggest inspiration for me is like Larry David, purely because sort of you can't see any of his stand up anywhere online. You can search for hours and you won't find jack shit. But that that was that, that was where it was. That was where he you know met met Seinfeld and all the others and. Uh, that that's my that's the route I want to take. That's that's my journey. I want to, you know, just just do enough in stand up to get people to know my name. But but the writing is is the thing for me ultimately. I think. So it's like that's something you've always been like connected to, like story, yeah. like yeah. Um, you know, like arcs and you know the whole uh, like the picture of beginning to end. You know, like the rise and the fall. Like something that's like cohesive comes together that tells a story. It, it, the thing for me, it was like. I love I love funny things and I can visualize a funny scene or a funny conversation but when you're doing stand up you need you need almost a joke and a punchline a joke and a punchline a story and a punchline so I've had to really sort of adapt the way I approach comedy to 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 do it funny for people in an audience but yeah and, and like that's one of the craziest things I always think like um, like how you guys get up there in front of all those people and it's like, you know, all the eyes are on you and like, you're taking them on this ride. And it's like, you're kind of like mind fucking them to like be like, we would be with you in that moment. And um, like, that's gotta be like daunting to get up there in front of all those people. Yeah, you, you take a risk every time you get out there and, and make a twat of yourself. But the, the thing is, I think I sort of, I don't care what they think because the shit's funny to me. I know I'm funny as fuck. I just need everyone else to realize that that's what it is. Absolutely. So, you know, they, they might like me, they might not, but you know, eventually some, someone, someone is going to like me. Someone's going to be like-minded and, and we'll go from there at that point. You see, I, I, I love that attitude. Like that is, um, what I think it holds a lot of people back is that self, that, that mm. change, that fear. That, um, yeah, it's, it's the voice in your head. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the main reasons I started to do this podcast. Like, yeah. um, you know, you have certain friends and people will tell you, hey, you know, you got a pretty good sense of humor. You're, you're interesting. Why, why don't you do something? But it was that voice telling mm. me, like, no, I can't do it. So 
I tell people all the time, that's my number one thing. It's like, you no, know, kill that fucking voice in your head. Yeah. Get out there, do something for yourself. Make something for yourself, you know? Uh, life is a movie. Like, do you want to be the star? Or do you want to be like one of the bit players? No, be the fucking star yeah. in your circle, you know, do something. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. So, like, I'm pretty sure like every comedian goes through it. And you can talk about it if you want. What is bombing like? Uh, it's, it's, oh, I'm trying to think of a good way to put this into, into words. Um, okay, I'm going to compare it to this. Uh, it's not, it's not so extreme as this. So, you know, if anyone's going to get offended by this, yeah, truly, I, I do apologize. But whenever, whenever I try and say something funny, there's, there's an element of risk involved. So... <laughs> When you say when you say a joke or, or you get to your punchline and you look out and there is not one person <laughs> even smiling at you, it's it's almost like being a, like a a prisoner in a concentration camp and you're turning around and looking at these Nazis closing the door on the chamber on you, and and you are just so alone. You know, there's other comedians with you, but but if you if you're the you know if you're the headliner or if you're the, if you're the sort of the warm up. You know, you're alone. It's it's yeah. it's it's you in the shower, and <laughs> you're you're as good as gone. It's uh, devastating. I couldn't imagine going out there and just dropping my fucking joke and just looking. It's not a soul with me. <laughs> yeah, you know well, that's that's the trouble because you know when it's coming out of your brain and you're writing it down on on a on a pad and with a pen and. You think, oh, this is this is dynamite. You think this this is the joke that's going to get me on the telly, and it, it never is. And it, it's the best ones that that just get you nothing. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Now you just do it again next week. And and that's also another dangerous thing about being a comic. It's like, okay, you tell this joke. They're fucking jokes, all right? Like if I say it's like, hey, uh, I used to, this is a fuck up thing we used to say. And it's like, um, you wanna, you know, kick a baby? Like, we just go to China and get a throwaway baby. Because, yeah. and I mean, it's a funny sort of thing to think. Just like they're just throwing yeah. babies away because it's like, oh, another girl, get rid of that one. But that was a, a legit thing. But of course, no one means actually kick a real fucking child. But it's a goofy, off the wall thing to say. And that's what comedy is. It's like, of course, it's not real. But what if it was? Yeah, it's, it's just a twist on reality. <laughs> Half the shit you say, you know, you don't genuinely believe it, but you, no. it's all about the reaction. All, all you want is someone to laugh back at you and for you to feel like you're entertaining them. That's that's the core of it. Exactly. That's why I said, just get out of your feelings for a minute. Like, yeah. what what are you doing? Like, come on. Um, so how are, like, uh, comedy events there? Like, your shows, like, how are you doing? Because it's kind of locked. It is locked down here. It, yeah. It... So we had the initial lockdown back in March and you know, all the comedy clubs, everything, everything shut down and it went online and I, I struggled to really get on board with it. So I sort of did a few of my own TikToks and I sort of pushed my Instagram a little bit more and, and it's just depressing because you, you never get a response from anyone. You're just looking at your camera and that's it. And um, I, I'm not someone who's motivated by likes online. It's, I can't stand that crowd, but um, after lockdown and you could sort of get back in the comedy clubs they were doing sort of socially distant seating and 
um, there's a period, I think, just before the end of lockdown, sorry, where we're doing sort of out, outdoor concerts and that kind of thing. But again, I could never really get on board with it. Nobody ever bring a mic and speaker. You'd be shouting to people, and I need to hold something. It's and it sort of just it just threw me off, and I just I just couldn't really get on with it. It's it's been a while now since I've got up in front of people and said some jokes. It's a bit a bit sad. Yeah, I can imagine because like being a stand up comic, like you need a crowd. You like you need an audience. Yeah. Like you can't just yeah. like like this conversation we're having here, like if between the two of us, of course we'll like say something stupid and make each other laugh mm-hmm. here, but you need to feel that crowd's energy when you're yeah. out there, you know, to see, you know, someone bawling up after the last fucking thing you just said, you know, exactly. that energy and keep hitting them with those punchlines. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that, that's like, and speaking of like the lockdown, like here in the States, um, it's, I don't know, like it's it's really crazy because we are two different minds, you know, people wearing masks, not people not wanting to wear masks, and we'll fucking fight you in the fucking streets over that shit, no less. Like we've had like old people get their ass beat <laughs> over this shit. Like yeah. it's, it's it's ridiculous, yo. Um it's been just it's so bizarre to see this world over a fucking mask and it's just I don't know. And then you can't leave. And now we got these new restrictions coming in because, you know, we have a new president coming in. Yeah. A lot of people are happy. A lot of people aren't happy. <laughs> you know, it is, and that's also bizarre. Um, yeah. So how, like, how do you, how is America being viewed? Like, are we like a punchline? Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's, it, it's such, a, it's, I don't really know half the time because you know they're about Trump and they're telling you about Biden and it's it's so hard to even pick a side. I mean, I mean, obviously Trump is always so negatively viewed, and I mean we had what back in 2016, over half a million people signed a petition to ban him from 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 coming to the country. So you know that 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 kind of shows the 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 overwhelming view on Trump, but. Uh, I think I think it's general relief. I think that, that Biden is eventually going to get into the White House. Eventually. Eventually, if he ever uh, is allowed on the fucking steps. I mean, I, what, what is the, what's the, what's the score with that now? <laughs> so is is Trump still saying no? Oh no, 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 no. Yo, he can. Hey, Biden can forget it. There's no invite low. He has like 50, 56 days left in the White House till January 20th. I believe it's January 20th. He's not leaving right. until like January 21st, 12 a.m. Like he, that's how dug in he is. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, and, and the most bizarre thing uh, with our election, we had like people saying like, hey, on one side, stop counting votes. And then on the other side, no, keep counting the votes. But you're for the same guy, and but you're sending a different message and the I don't even call it like patriotism as far as Trump goes. It's more of like a zealot, you know. Like these people are like, I like Obama was president. That was great. I never said I would die for Obama. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. give my entire worth to this. But yeah, one thing I will say about the right party is they go hard for their side. Like they rep harder than, and you see them out there. And do you, I wouldn't imagine y'all would have anything similar to that. <laughs> no, uh, when it comes to that kind of thing, as far as we go, it's just putting shit on buses. 
that's, that's, that's pretty much it. We put shit on buses and, and, and so we don't even have billboards in England. So it's it's literally just buses and it's all lies. And, yeah, and that's, that's a, um, the big thing that I think we have here is you don't know if you're being told the truth. No. Uh, nine times out of 10, you know you're not being told the truth. And it's um, a real mind fuck. So what, what, I'll tell you what, obviously Trump's saying about how, you know, all, all the votes are, are, are nonsense. Where do you stand with that? Do you, do you think, do you think it's all a bit, bit dodgy, the, the voting? Do you th- Here's the thing, what I believe is in any election, there is some level of voter fraud. It just, there just is. I mean, the, right. the numbers would say that there are. Like any, and at any time there's a winner and a loser in something, there's always reason for someone to try to cheat. Like, yeah. I, that's abundantly obvious. Um, but I don't think in this election, because of so how close it was, I don't know if there was a real fuck to do about getting him out. Now, granted, <laughs> it's there because to every conspiracy, there's a small grain of truth. And no one wanted Trump out of office more so than the left political side. So yeah. could there have been some fuckery? There could be. But to that level, I don't know. But again, we have all kinds of fucking conspiracies that yeah. seem to kind of jive. You can put some of the pieces together, maybe not all of them. So, and, and there's a level of truth here because there have been proven to be voter fraud at times. The, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't know whether anyone else, you know, in the US has thought of this. I, I would assume so. But from the outside looking in, I'm just thinking back to when when Trump got in originally. And everyone was, you know, saying it was it was Russia, and, and there was all of this sort of, you know, voting conspiracy saying saying about that. And I think, well, surely if if it could have been dodgy for Trump, it could be dodgy now, because shit hasn't changed. Exactly. But here's and this, and this is the the whole total mindfuck is um, in 2016, it was the left side saying, oh, there there had to be something wrong with it. Yeah. And now. In this election, it's the right saying something's wrong with it. Like, so basically, what you're telling us is our whole system is fucked anyway, yeah, and is, we shouldn't yeah. be doing that. Yeah. The most bizarre thing about our whole political system is uh, we have, um, yeah, everyone says it's a three-party system, which is bullshit. It is a one-party system for the one percent of our nation. Mm. Uh, um, how do you have Supreme Court justices that you have a job? That you reign until you die. I don't know any job <laughs> that you work until you die. And some of these people, I'm all right, I'm 43. We had some people who had served as a justice when my mother was a little girl. So much has changed in society, but there's still that old dinosaur with that same old way of thinking. So that's why we say stuck for so long in these fucking old decrepit laws why are there no young people what 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 why is that what you know you know trump trump was what how old is trump 70 or something i think he's like 73 i believe he's like 73 73 or 70 and then biden's obviously something like 80 or something (laughs) biden is like like, come on (laughs) how how has that happened what he must be so far from reality for, for youth and stuff. That is the thing. I can't understand. Because they put an age restriction on when you can even 
uh, run for office. Which yeah. I believe is, you're still in your 40s when you can run, but still, like, you need, if someone has better ideas, like, better ideas, why would you put an age gap on? And we all know the president is really just a figurehead. Oh, yeah. He, he still doesn't have supreme rule over the country. Mm. But, like, we do need new life, new ways of thinking to come in and change it. I mean, we're still rocking this shit. A lot of the stuff from like 1776. Yeah. I mean, like, all right, it was cool when you had a couple of colonies to rule over. You, you could kind of speak for everyone. That's over fucking, what, four billion people? Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know the number, but yeah. you can't have one guy speak for us all. It, it doesn't make sense to me. No. Do you, th- do you think there'll be a split in the US between the North and the South? <laughs> And I'm like, you know, if you had to ask me maybe like a year ago, I was like, no. Yeah. When you ask me now, I'm like, I don't think so, but uh, maybe. Like, you, you don't like. You just cause, never know. No, because everyone's so on edge and everybody wants to be so right. And no one wants to compromise. No one wants to see, well, how are you seeing this? Okay, well, this is how I'm seeing it. And having a conversation, yeah, you know, conversations now are just I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and you're going to change your mind. Point blank, like no, there is no I'm not going to see yeah. anything your way, and that's from both sides. And the craziest thing is, and people on the fucking left don't realize it, you're becoming psychos. Yeah, like you can't say like you're trying to save everything. Like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry if if you have white guilt, I'm sorry. But you don't have to like champion every fucking cause because not every fucking incident needs to be, you know, front page all over social media. Like, yeah. you know, and that's what I think a lot of it is there too. It's like just people just out there white knighting and caping for shit that they really don't have to. It must be, um, must be, must be so weird with with the, how there is s- still so much like prominent racism in the US because don't get me wrong that you know there's there's still there is still some in in England but you know it's so so small and so insignificant you know you, you sort of go about your day to day life and you just don't see it yeah and uh, that's one of the like the crazy things like people uh, always wanted to put on uh, the Trump administration like uh, he, he's a racist let's see I'm gonna call him an out and out racist but I know he's super racially insensitive yeah. Uh, to what's going on and I know for a fact not everyone who voted for Trump was a racist but I do know every racist voted for Trump you know that's yeah, like yeah. You, you know you <laughs> can say that um and it, the racism which I, don't, I have no idea why this happened but now it just feels like you always knew it was there it was like an undercurrent to a river like, you know, things on, on the yeah. surface level, you know, nice and, and calm, but, you know, you peel back one yeah. layer and and I just think now people are more, especially with like the internet, you know, social media, you can put your hate out there, <laughs> like, as hard as you want. Oh, I, I, honestly, I, I hate social media so much. It is just, it is the bane of my life. It is the worst thing in, in don't get me wrong, technology is amazing. The, the, the steps we've made, in the last 20 years is just amazing but we're killing off the the core 
parts of being human conversation and and face to face and and things like that it's just gone and you know talentless people are just making fuck tons of money online now <laughs> doing doing nothing and it's social media and, and it goes the other way and you've got all these people who you know they'll be bullied at school and and just sort of they get home and you know years ago that would have been the end of it but now you can't get away from it when you get home from school because you've got you've got the internet and you've got social media and you've got everyone who's egging you on at home you know making you feel like shit for the record i've never been bullied in my life <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, so i don't know what it's like but <laughs> But it's, it's out there, and there's so many people who, who get cyberbullied, and they end up, you know, topping themselves or, or doing, you know, bad bad shit. And it's just, and people get depressed about social media because they haven't got many likes. And it, it's just, we're humans. We need to talk. We, we've got mouths for talking, not fingers for typing. Absolutely. Um, that's like what I've also noticed, like a really big thing about like social media because you're living through snapshots and the snapshots are only like, you know, the frosting of the cake. Oh um, yeah. It's what I want you to see is what I, I want everyone to perceive. Like these cars are, are rented. These jewelry, the jewelry is rented. The houses, the vacations are paid for by companies oh. to put you there. Um, there's filters. This, these uh, people this... aren't real. You're, that's not reality. And yeah. when you try to live your life through someone else's, yeah like existence when you change who you are to be one of them and to get you know these likes and follows to make yourself feel whole like that is a hole that you will never never feel like you can yeah. try all you want but you are emotionally broken because you've given yourself to that you know four and a half inch piece of glass in your hand the, the thing is, is like with the staged photos, I, I saw, I literally saw one yesterday, and it, it set me off because it's. I'm sure you'd have seen it. You know, you get a family, newborn baby, and there is always, without fail, a photo of them holding the baby asleep. Every fucking time, there is always a bullshit photo of someone lying there holding the baby asleep, and it's it's a fucking it's a lie because you know as well as I do, they're lying there, they're covered in shit, they're covered in vomit, they're not getting they're not getting any sleep. No. That's a lie. No, fuck no. It's like again, it's just and what the fuck you just throwing that baby's picture online? Just like yeah, I know, <laughs> boy. That's like the first thing, and and now you don't accept moments. You're looking for oh 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 no stay like that stay like that I gotta oh, we gotta post this picture we gotta, like yeah. instead of hey no that was a moment you had exactly it's it's looking for perfection instead of imperfection life is imperfect exactly. they're the moments to treasure exactly but no it, it's we're so accustomed to like oh how many likes I get uh, yeah and and people will lose their shit if you don't like something like people will run away and say hey yeah. you didn't you didn't like my picture like, I saw it. It was cool. Like, why did I have to like tap on it? Why, why do you need you that know? that that thumb up in the corner yeah. of the screen to make you feel better about this? Yeah. But it's when people, yeah, like you say, go on and get these uh, financed cars that they, you know, they're paying uh, a couple of hundred a month for, and it's like, but that's not yours. It's it's <laughs> like it's this thing where I need to like impress strangers who I ne who I don't know. I'm never gonna know, but I care what they think about me. Exactly, and, and and then you get the the quote unquote uh, <laughs> fitness models 
sorry, you're a whore. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what you're doing it for because you, you're, you're using, you're just out there for one reason, and that's yeah. thirst trapping. And that is what your job is. Like, and what the fuck? And then that sends a message to young women, like, okay, this is all I have to do. This is really all I'm worth. You know, and you can say, oh no, that doesn't really happen. Trust me, it fucking does. Oh, oh literally, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. It's it's like, and it's not it's not just girls. You know, you know, men with six packs do the same, I think. But but yeah, predominantly, you get a lot of these women, and and when they're girls, they're growing up, and gone are the days where they're you know. And I'm talking about not, not you know the minority still that you know they they grow up and instead of thinking oh I want to be a doctor I want to be a nurse or you know I want to be a scientist they grow up thinking well you know that that woman there in a bikini is is earning three hundred thousand pounds a day or, or a week by se- selling pictures of her bare feet online so that's what I want to do that's what my aspiration I want to se- send pictures of my flesh to other people uh, and, and maybe if they're lucky I'll get I'll get some, you know almost all my tits out and a bit of my fanny out and and people will pay money for that so so that's what I want to do don't want to be a doctor yeah don't want a career I, I want to just earn shit tons of money and and it's not going to get them happiness because you know, where's the job satisfaction in just exploiting yourself don't get me wrong I'd do it in a heartbeat if someone would pay a shit ton of money for my feet my fucking dried crusty feet fucking by all means they're yours 20 quid <laughs> this, this is the thing I was like, like if, if, hey if you can get the money hey who am I to tell you how to knock yeah. like I'm not gonna knock your hustle exactly. I'm, just, I, I'm just saying though what are we doing here like like people just open boxes it, boxes of things that you can purchase for yourself if you just want one but you want to watch them and pay them money to open boxes yeah. so you give them more money to open bigger boxes so you give them more money to open bigger boxes it's like why why are you doing this yeah <laughs> like, I know. but, but it, it came to me as well years ago when people first started watching people other what sorry when people started watching other people watch people play minecraft online in videos and they're live streaming and playing a game it was, just play the fucking game what what are you what are you watching someone else play a game that you've got it, it is the most bizarre thing like, why am i sitting here in front of my computer watching someone in front of their computer that I can just be doing myself. Oh, it kills me. I swear to God. A lot of people, oh, they're, they, these streamers are entertaining. I've watched a couple of streams. It's just you randomly talking to yourself while you're playing a game. Yeah. There's, it's no real, I don't I don't understand the logic behind it, but no. hey, but I'm not the target demographic, so <laughs> I'm not a Ninja fan, so I got- No, no. And the crazy thing, I only found out about Ninja through a TMZ post when when Drake jumped into one of his streams, and that's the only way I know who this kid was. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, so bizarre how I mean the internet has just really like changed the game for um, finding your niche, finding people. Because there are people out there that will give you money for the most bizarre things. Oh, this is what this is what got me with TikTok. <laughs> it is the it, you know you get yourself into dark TikTok and and you're finding people slaughtering chickens or they're they're showing you like what happens to meat in factories and you know you've gone from that after just watching some random idiot mime a song they're not even singing and they'll end up with like three hundred thousand views and it's like what 
<laughs> and, and the maximum video length is like 59 seconds. So you can't even keep people's attention for very long. It's people are fucked now. We, no. Generations after this are fucked. <laughs> no, TikTok. Every video that anyone's ever showed me of a TikTok video is of <laughs> the worst forms of human humanity. You know, uh, it's just just the strangest backwoods, inbred, toothless, alcohol, diseased. It is so bizarre. But yet, I will give them this. They are confident who the fuck they are. <laughs> well, yeah, they they are. A team, but but what annoys me the most is that you got these. Well, a lot of these people are earning money and stuff from getting big on TikTok. And I swear to God, if TikTok wasn't there, they'd be doing nothing. They'd be sat at home doing nothing with their life. It's made it easy for, like me, whether TikTok was there or not, I'd still be trying to get to comedy clubs and I'd still be honing my craft. But but that's not what happens anymore because people don't even need to be funny. They just need to say words like bitch and and <laughs> yeah, shout or oh, 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 fuck your granddad up or something to, on in videos on TikTok. And, and and a lot of English people find that hilarious. That the, the demographic they're chat like they're they're after all these uni students and stuff. They find that that's the funniest thing in the world and it, it blows up and fucking oh, I wish I could get them. I mean, it's it's stuff like. Uh, people laying in a tub full of jello and yeah. that'll get like a million likes and a million followers and it's like what is this where's the talent all right i mean i can go fill up the tub now like if that's what you want to say like give me <laughs> money i mean i have two tubs i mean i'll fill them both up with different flavors and you know what i mean but it's like why are we doing this like how, how did this become like a thing i mean i saw a guy in a cat mask meowing just meowing. Just, just yeah. meowing. Nothing yes. else. That's all. I mean, presumably he had been licking the back of his wrist as well. <laughs> Surely. He should have <laughs> went the extra mile and groomed himself while he was meowing. That, I mean, crazy. if you're going to do it, cat, fucking do it right. <laughs> Otherwise, just, just don't even start the camera. But like, what is like TikTok? I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, I don't get the appeal at all. It, granted, I like seeing fucked up videos. Like that's always a, a good time. I mean, I just saw a guy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have backyard wrestling over there, but uh, no, we don't do it. But we've seen videos, and uh, we just see uh, this dude jump and fall, and his knee hyperextends to a point where it falls up and kicks him in his stomach. <laughs> I mean, it's that gross, but. I like things like that. Like those things bring me joy. Yeah, you can appreciate but, that. Yeah. Um, but TikTok is it, on a bizarre scale that is just even beyond me. I mean, uh, Jason Derulo has, has managed to do incredibly well out of it. <laughs> how, like, how did you turn that into a like? Yeah, I thought you were like an accomplished singer, and now you're just like a TikTok superstar. Yeah, now he's, just, he's got bigger than he's ever been, ever, exactly. through TikTok. I think more people know Jason Derulo through TikTok than they know through his music career. Oh, that, especially that single that he released the other week or last month or whenever. I swear to God, I've never heard that otherwise. Because of TikTok, and everybody else has got it in their TikTok videos. I don't fucking know the words to it. I have no idea. Uh, I, I guess he's trying to uh, clean his sins for that horrible cat movie that he was associated with. Yeah. Which I still won't, I still won't watch. Uh, that those those cats, that, I don't know. It's that uncanny valley about it. Was something very odd about those cats. I can't watch it. 
No, I don't blame you. What, what, are, you, uh, what are you drinking there? This is a uh, Modelo Negro. Oh. Pretty good. I got. I like them more than I like the um, Coronas. I got on a Corona kick for a little while. Uh, okay. What, what, during during COVID? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And alcohol, <laughs> alcohol has definitely gone up here in the States. Uh, there's been a lot more alcohol consumption. What the fuck else are you going to do? Well, is that, so so are you are you still working at the moment? Or are you literally locked down to the point? Um, well, the business, the nine to five that I work, I've been working the entire time. Um, oh, okay. I, I would say that, you know, my company kind of used our uh, our job to say, hey, you know, we're essential. Uh, and that's how we were able to keep going. So. Oh, wow. Okay. But I will say, I was pissed off because <laughs> a lot of people I work with were furloughed and they had the um, the unemployment stimulus was in effect. I, people made more money <laughs> when they sat at home rather yeah. than when they went to work. And yeah. I still had to go to work. But that is what it is. But it was really crazy because that's all the stories that I kept hearing is how much money I have. But you can't spend it so fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like the cinemas and, and the bars and the clubs are open, so fuck them. No, and that's the, the craziest thing. It's like everything is just at a complete standstill. I tell you yeah. what, I want to know is is uh, ISIS and Al Qaeda are, are all of they on furlough as well? Because <laughs> I've not seen a peep out of them. <laughs> what are they doing in the desert and, and uh, you know wherever they are in their caves? Are they all furloughed. I, you know, I, I think they're socially distancing, so you know they can't have uh, these uh, <laughs> militia troops out on patrol and uh, terrorizing other nations right now. So they're gonna take a, a small stance, uh, social distance, and keep us all from terrorism uh, mm-hmm. while the Plus, world gets back to work. I, su- I suppose you know, as a suicide bomber, you know, you don't want to die of COVID, do you? That's a, that's a, <laughs> it's a pretty shit way to go. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? Like he's ready, suited up, zipped up. Dynamite! Just, <laughs> just one call. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't. Not today. I'm, I don't. I, you know, he's just sitting there. It's like, nah. I believe I gotta go get tested first before I run in. Yeah, before I run to this town square, this town square with his vest on, I, I have to go get a test. It, it amazes me because I, I, I thought if anything, you, you'd get sort of undercover ISIS. They'd be going through hospitals and stuff, trying to get themselves infected, and then they'd just be like running into schools and shit, just <laughs> like just coughing on people. Just, you know. I, I can just imagine how like in, in the new bomber is just a guy going in with a really bad head cold, just sneezing on everyone. <laughs> He's just got like, a couple of squirty guns, just fill up with his saliva, just. <laughs> licking all the surfaces, <laughs> just, going, <laughs> just going mad. Oh my! That, but that is like that's a real thing. Like we haven't heard anything, nothing about anything. And again, that's why I think like a lot of the shit is just um, a cover up to keep people's attention on other shit than what's actually yeah. going on. Yeah, that's, I, I, I sort of think that because. You know, it's so unlikely that you have all this terrorism and, and then all of a sudden it stops for COVID. And then as soon as COVID, will st- as soon as, you know, life gets back to normal, they'll be back again. Exactly. And, or there'll be something else that, that keeps everyone's attention. And it always gets you sort of, well, what, what's actually going on behind behind the scene there? What's What am I not hearing about? No, and, and like I said, all you, and, and that's another thing with like celebrities. Um, they're always there 
to misdirect the public attention. Yeah. You know, it always seems to be something that more important in somebody's life that you know nothing about, but yet you deem to be a certain kind of individual and that holds your attention yeah. than actual real problems going on, you know, in this world, in our countries that are not being addressed. But, you know, hey, um, Kylie Jenner uh, just signed a new deal and she may be pregnant. So that's going to hold my attention right now. And why? Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, amongst you know, all, you know, all the deaths and, and all the all the non-death, just you know, pretend infection rates and, and real infection rates and all of that, you know, the most important thing is that she has a healthy birth and um, she's she's okay. All that's all, that's all we really care about. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. And the ability to always end with um, we're praying for you or in our. Thoughts. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, yeah. You know, praying hands. <laughs> yeah, you know, praying, praying for science. That's what I pray for. And that's the thing. Like, why? Like, why are baby births so like newsworthy? Like, there's over like what ten billion people on the planet. I think we know how to fucking have babies. Like, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't need to know whether um, David Beckham and Posh are going to have another baby. Uh, you know, if, right. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, he's got a he's got a dick, and she's got a vagina, and they come together and they make babies, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I, I mean, do. <laughs> now, if you tell me like David Beckham and I don't know, um, like this guy, pick another guy, Pierce Bronson, they had a baby together. Yeah, and I would want to know about that. Like, that's yeah, that's a I bit more. Know. That's a bit more interesting. Yeah, yeah like, if you tell me two beautiful men have made another beautiful man together. Yeah. I would yeah, accept that. <laughs> some, some kind of hybrid man that's, that, that all other men will now aspire to be because, the, you know, let's face it, that kind of beauty can't just be made naturally. That's no. that's the test tube shit. With both those men's raw <laughs> sex appeal and just animal, just you would make the second coming of Jesus if they oh, can make a baby. I think if they, if they manage to mix the spermatozoa together, <laughs> Even the sperm would would smolder. It would smolder. <laughs> they would have the absolute most gorgeous child. Yeah. I'm not. Or, gay. or, or if um, okay. I don't know, Judy Dench decided to get knocked up. That would be interesting. Or Meryl Streep. A but, very handsome of, woman. Meryl Streep yeah. is a very handsome woman. It, it would be interesting because you know she she's old as fuck. So. <laughs> That, that's why I'd want to know about that. But but people who are you know middle aged and younger yeah, have a baby. I don't care. No, it's, it, it happens. Like give me something that I would want to be like, holy shit! How did that happen? Yeah. But a regular baby is just a regular baby. And like I, I have a stance. Um, people love to show pictures of babies. Like oh, oh. look at my baby. I have two problems with that. One, yeah. if your child's ugly. I may say something. <laughs> I, I seldom see a baby I don't think is ugly. I, I swear to God, I, I, every baby I see, I think, well, it's got a lot of frown lines there. Yeah. Is is he really? Is he really just been born, or has he been on Earth throughout forty years? He's just not grown. Like, what, what's his What's his deal? Have you found him? Is he some kind of street baby? Yeah, like what is going is he, on? Is he grown like, underground? What is up with his forehead? Why is this? His eyes have a real weird squint to it. Is he 
He's not Downs, is he? No, okay. I'm just <laughs> these are the things that it's, it's when you get the baggy skin, like all all up them. They're all just all baggy, all baggy skin everywhere. And he, they go, well, what's wrong with it? And they go, nothing. He's a baby. Well, why has he got so much skin? Yeah, it's like, he's small. He doesn't need that much skin. Like, do you grow into your skin? Like, what is that? <laughs> little bones? Like, what the fuck is going on with your child? What? Like, <laughs> Is he Why deflated? Is he, does he have Benjamin Button? Because he looks 80. Like, I can <laughs> blow him up a bit. He's, he's losing air. Like, oh, like, that's the problem. Or, like, just don't show me a picture unless there's an Amber Alert. Like, are they missing? Okay. If they're not missing, yeah. I don't need to see a picture. Like, yeah, I'm no, okay. quite right. I agree with that. Yeah, if yeah. it's missing, then, then I'll have a look. Or, you know, if there's an obvious deformity, <laughs> I might I might take an interest because, you know, it's deformed, is it? You know, that's always a good time because you can like, hey, like one baby's arm is more gigantic than his right arm. And it's like, geez, how was, what did you, what did you do? And it's just like, that's what I want to see. Like something really odd, really strange about your baby. That's fine. But if it's a regular baby, I, I see regular babies all the time. It's when you see it and you go, I swear to God, I've seen that baby before. I swear to God, I've, uh, that's not your baby. I've fucking seen that baby somewhere. Or or another one, I've seen one, and they go, uh, that, I sw- that oh, honestly, that looks like a burglar. That uh, It's got the face of a fucking criminal. Uh, I, could, I could just see him pointing a gun or holding a knife to my neck while I have to give him his wallet, give him my wallet. I could just imagine it. Just a, just a scowling baby shit yeah. all the time. And I'm sort of checking my pockets yeah. the whole time, and I sort of give him back to like if, if I've actually gone around to visit the baby, and I give the baby back to the mother. I'm checking my fucking prick. I had, I had twenty quid in my wallet. It's gone. Son of a bitch. A little bad. Rings are gone. <laughs> Just me mugging you every time you come in the house. Yeah. It's like why is this fucking baby eyeballing me? Like, and you mention it to the mum, and you say, "Where's my money gone?" I go, "What you?" And they start screaming at you, and then you're not allowed around the house anymore because. You know, you accused their baby of stealing, but it's a fucking thief. Why should you get to call him? Yeah, thieving baby. Mm. <laughs> Another thing I, I'd like is the craziest thing. Uh, of course, we hear in America, as soon as we hear an accent, <laughs> it's always, you have like, it's like, no, I'm going to listen to this guy because it seems like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you do an American accent? Oh, uh, uh, no. Uh, I, I tell you what, if I'd a few, if I'd sunk a few more beers, I probably could. Maybe, maybe another time. I, I need to practice. Because like, that is like uh, the crazy thing. Because I'm pretty sure you see American actors trying to do uh, a UK accent all the yeah. time. Yeah. Some of them with very horrible, horrible displays. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say though, back uh, back when Sherlock Holmes came out, Robert Downey Jr. He, he did a pretty good one. I have to say, Robert Downey, he's, he's he, he can do a British accent. I'll give him that. Uh, Robert Downey is a human unicorn. Uh, that man can do no wrong. Um, <laughs> but um, that's one thing because like I grew up as an army brat, so spent a lot of time in Germany, so. I oh, okay. came up knowing about a lot of like British humor because yeah. it was closer here. And there are several like differences between. Um, have you ever done any stand up like from an American audience? 
no it's, it's, it's one of, it's on my bucket list a, bit, a big thing for me I, I want to do it sort of obviously probably not next year maybe the year after I sort of want to get over to New York and try and hit up a couple of open mics or something because I, I just think the atmosphere would be so much better because the, the thing is you have to bear in mind when I'm in a room full of other English people we all sound the same yeah. and you know I don't stand out and people just look at this guy and go well you know he's not very good looking he's not he's not very tall he's, he's not short he's not really fit he's not skinny it doesn't his hair's a bit shit and I don't uh, you know there's nothing likeable about him so they just forget about me and then the next guy he looks exactly the same as me but he's he's taller and skinnier he's wearing a shit jumper and so he looks shit as well we all just blend together English comedians it's, it's rubbish unless you're bald if, if you're bald you, so you stand out a bit more because of glare on your, your head but yeah because um, yeah there is like uh, a difference between uh, American humor and uh, British humor. Oh, massive difference, yeah. Uh, but like I said, I grew up like a preacher because I grew up on um, uh, the Monty Pythons. Uh, like, of course, everyone knows Benny Hill, which yeah. I watched Benny Hill for the tits. Uh, <laughs> but um, it, is, it is a different form. I mean, funny is funny, but it, there are like real different nuances to British humor and American humor. Yeah, they totally are. I, I, I do genuinely find where, where most of my sort of my, my inspirations are, are all American, like literally Larry David, Seinfeld, um, Kevin Hart and people like that. They're, Adam Sandler, you know, old school Jim Carrey. They're, they're the what Steve Martin. They're the fucking, they're the G's. They're the fucking guys I want to be like. But you know, the English comedians, like half of them, like, is the only one that I, I could sit down and I, I could fucking talk to that guy for years. But, but all the Stephen Merchant as well because he's, he's an absolute, fucking freak of nature. <laughs> but. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, other other comedians, I just, I, I don't know whether it's because you know, I'm sort of competing with them or whether they 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 don't like me. I just I, I can't find them very funny. I just like Michael McIntyre. Do you know who Michael McIntyre is? I have no idea who Michael McIntyre is. Okay, well, I, well, I won't even talk about him because he's not <laughs> worthy of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that sums up you know most. Of this. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are good. Have you heard? Of, uh, you must know Jimmy Carr. Yes, yes, I've heard him yeah. before. He, he's good. He, he, him and Ricky Gervais are probably the, the best ones. Obviously, have you heard of Russell Howard? Yes, that's yeah. one I've heard of. He's kind of a, like, I haven't seen a lot of his stand-up. Yeah, it's it's not it's not so much me, but you know, you, you can appreciate the craft that goes into him, I think. Okay. He, he, he's good as well. But, you know, for, for me, all, all of my sort of comedy inspirations are all American, which I think is why... I've always been driven to wanting to form in front of Americans more than more than English people. Plus, obviously, English people are like the target of all of my jokes, so yeah. they don't really laugh at themselves very well. <laughs> yeah, that's like ninety percent um, of the audience have all got babies, <laughs> which which I don't like. So, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like that's like really like one of the things because um, there aren't a lot of like standout. British comedians that we know, like over here, like of course you know Ricky Gervais. No, is the number one. Like uh, if you were to ask like ten yeah, yeah. people, no, neither were going to tell you Ricky Gervais. Um, mainly for like yeah. the work that he did with the you know the Office before it came here to the states, and then his stand up and his work in movies. Yeah. Um, 
which is also something like, I didn't even really know about The Office. And it's one of the shows that like, I, I just can't watch because it's, uh, it's kind of awkwardness and I internalize other people's awkwardness in some kind of weird way, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, um, oh, I don't know. I, I, the, the, the original Office is so British like it's so so British the subtlety of it the sarcasm it's so so dry that it's not it's not obvious humour so if I think generally sort of American people tend to find I don't know it's hard to explain like obvious comedy I prefer it myself as well I just I just prefer it I don't know it's it's hard to explain really to me um, what I've always uh, enjoyed about British humor, it's this like snarkiness. It's yeah. uh, it's like cutting, you know. Yeah. But it's like um, it it seems like every punchline, every like joke, it has like has like a little cut to it, you know. It yeah. doesn't. It's not just like for it's like these are laughs at your expense. We're yeah. not laughing together. I'm laughing at you, you know. That's yeah. the, the kind of feeling that uh, I've always enjoyed about that. And this is the thing. So so English people, they generally have this sort of Oh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Say, um, say I was talking to someone and they're eating some food and they got some food stuck in their teeth. Most English people, they just they just ignore it. But I can't fucking ignore it. A because it's hideous, to, it's heinous to look at someone with a bit of broccoli in their teeth, and because I'm with the guy, it's embarrassing for me to see him. This guy can't eat his food properly, so I'm straight. I'm on him straight away. As soon as he's, you've got food on your fucking mouth, what, what are you a kid? <laughs> Told yourself up, man. I can't, I can't have it. And it's, I'll tell you something else that, that gets to me. It, 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 the other day, I could do this, I could do that every day of the week because there's always something else the other day that bugged me. So I, I can't put too much detail into it because people who, who might listen to this will know. But this, this guy, he started complaining about oh, his packet of crisps were half empty. Now, that's that's really been and gone. The the rage about how packets of crisps are always half empty, that's been done. It's fucking dead. You know, people were angry about that when I was about three years old. People were still ranting about how the crisps had five crisps in it, or, or they'd buy a small packet of cookies and there'd be five cookies in there. And it's like, how the fuck are you still angry about that, man? It is what it is. What it is. You already know that. Like you always get air with your chips. Yeah, when I'm opening up the bag, I'm not expect. Who who has ever opened a, a bag of crisps where they've been full to the brim? No, it is a concept and a joke and a story and been over and over and over. Again. Oh, it's been killed. It's one of those things like you know you're getting fucked at the door. Like we've come to yeah. accept that. Like you yeah. you're getting fucked at the door. So it's a cost of doing business. You're gonna get half of what you pay for when you press shit like that. Like, stop buying them if they ruin your day. Stop eating, <laughs> stop buying crisps and cookies if you're going to get so offended by them being half full. Just fucking eat fruit then, you fat prick. For fuck's sake, you're killing me. They're doing you a fucking favor because you keep shoveling those fucking chips in your fucking fat face. So they're saying, hey, fat boy, I'm going to give you this fucking help. Try half a bag, man. <laughs> Have half a bag, half a sandwich, half a slice of cake, and maybe you might lose some weight. They're telling you not to eat the fucking chips. Like by doing that, if you're getting that, like don't eat the chips. There you go, you fat yeah, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why don't you inhale the air? Because you inhale the rest of the crisps anyway. Just inhale the fucking air that goes with it. Oh. My oh. 
know, it, and, and that's like food, especially food here. It's just like, hey, how can we make people as fat as possible? Like, that's the number one thing here. Because all the food here is so unhealthy. Like, it's, yeah. it's really unhealthy. Um, like, how can we supersize? Like, I went to um, Burger King the other day, got a medium. Yeah. Drink. It's like a fucking extra large like holy fuck like this is a medium like this is a fucking medium like what the fuck what is the like do i get like a thermos when i get a fucking large like it is so much fucking sugar and shit and everything like tastes good and they want to give you more like like it's a good fucking thing it's not a good thing to give people more fucking heart attacks it's not giving people extra cholesterol with those fries like and that's what the fuck you're doing like you want people to be like fucking uh, heifers out on the fucking graze field like just but, but, but the the show the social acceptance of fat people has just gone up now where you can't you can't you know go after someone because they're fat anymore you have to accept that they're fat now you know you can't can't have a go at them over it like, uh, there's so many women who keep calling themselves thick instead <laughs> of fat they keep saying all the thick girls and it's like stop calling yourself thick it might make you feel better but it does not take the strain off your heart you're still fat your arteries are still clogged <laughs> saying a different word for fat is not making you healthier you're still no. fat no just because you've accepted to give up doesn't mean i don't know that you have probably a good chance of congestive heart failure <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, i'm looking at their bodies and you know they're they're 20 stone or whatever it's like if you were a car you'd be written off by insurance <laughs> they would they'd, they'd either not insure you because you're a liability or they wouldn't even put you back on the road you'd say just get a new model because this is this is knackered just take it down scrap it get a new one exactly like i don't want to like explain this to me like why are your ankles <laughs> folded into your shoe? <laughs> like, exactly. I, I can't even see the top of your shoes because they're hidden. They've got like an umbrella of skin around them. You look like melted ice cream. That's what you look like. You look like a mound of melted ice cream. Like, it is the most bizarre thing. Oh, okay, so we saw a one with a shopping cart. Literally had her body inside the shopping cart, pushing the shopping cart. Oh, fucks. Do, do you not? Do you not think that is a problem? Like oh. that you can actually carry your body while carrying your body. Like that is like, come on. It's it's like that that episode of South Park where um, Stan has got his bollocks in the wheelbarrow. You know, you know, and he's just wheeling himself around. And it's, you know, That's what the it fuck's like. sake. <laughs> come on. And then, and then we have all these fucking rascals, like and little go karts for for sales. Oh, oh god, like, yeah. It's like you don't have like your medical condition isn't the real thing. Like you are your medical condition. <laughs> Obesity is what puts you in that in that fucking because we've got them as well. Down the end of my road, every other day I see this fucking wagon of a woman, and she she she's. Like squeezes herself onto this little scooter and she's you know just whipping across the road and it's like if you are too fat to walk lose weight don't get four wheels no just fucking lose stop eating stop and, and you're too big for the fucking thing that you're on because you're spinning oh, off the side <laughs> exactly can't even keep yourself on there it, it reminds me of like the um 
they have these parades where there's little, little fucking dudes with little weird chimp hats riding on scooters. That's what it looks like. It's, like did you, it's a joke for them. They know they're riding on a little scooter. This is supposed to be adult size. And like, any two exactly. of them side by side. I mean, oh, yeah. It's like when they squeeze into airplane seats. Come on. Buy two. I need a seat for each cheek. Yeah, yeah. You know, I. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife, we took a uh, trip to Maui before COVID hit, and I promised we'd never yeah. fly coach again for that very fucking Oh, wow. They're <laughs> 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 like, no, we'd like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, what? No, I'm a bastard. Yes, I will sit up here in first class. Later, peasants. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, if, if, you know, if, if you've got the money, for sure. I mean, I, I, I would, if, if, I, if I could justify it. The thing is, I'm stingy as fuck. That's the thing, you know. As soon as as soon as I'm opening my wallet and money's coming out, it be- it's killing me. Oh. I like I like it away in my wallet, not being spent. Well, my wife would love if I had that spending habit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm more like see money, spend money. That's uh, <laughs> and that's what she is here for. To actually save me from myself, because if not for her, I'd be in the poorhouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like that, and that's like the craziest thing. It's like we've been so accepting of things that you know are definitely unhealthy for people. Yeah. Not good. But now it's wrong for you to even mention it. Like yeah, that's you a, got you got fat models and stuff, and you're, you're not a model, dear. You're, I don't know what, what what you are. You are you're a, you are a moving billboard. That's what you are. That's that's why I got you here for because that's yeah. all you are. And like. Here's one thing. I won't, like, I'm not going to berate you, but if you ask me a question about health, I'm going to tell you, like, that's really not doing it. Like, you're not healthy. Like, and you know, like, what? I think there's a thing called, like, fit at every size. <laughs> no, that's, that's, no, that's something that you're telling yourself. I mean, that's like uh, when you were, like, a little kid and you asked your mom, like, Mom, am I ugly? And she says, No, you're not ugly. That is a pretty lie that you tell yourself. <laughs> your mother yeah, knows yeah. that you are ugly as God. <laughs> and she just doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Because sometimes that's what mothers have to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. You know? Yeah. The thing is, there's not a lot you can say to your son when I'm saying, Mom, am I a cunt? And she's going, yeah. <laughs> Which be appreciative, but she won't do it. Because <laughs> your mom's a liar. <laughs> and a bit of a cunt. Um, and that is another thing that like, I appreciate. <laughs> you guys can just say cunt. And nobody fucking loses their cool. But we yeah, say- no, swear words are pretty socially acceptable. Yeah. And, and- and that is the thing we've gotten so hung up on words in this country yeah and it's just so bizarre i'm like you're really getting mad by the sound of someone's mouth that's all they're doing yeah. it's, a, it's a sound you can choose to either feel it or ignore it i choose to fucking ignore it because it's just a fucking sound yeah i mean come on like words like we have bad words no they're just fucking words like there's I don't understand. Yeah, it's. I mean, we, 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 not everyone swears in England. You know, I've got a pretty bad mouth, but you know, kids kids generally aren't aren't too bad. Like sort of when they're when they're in school and primary school, they're not running around at, at the age of seven saying, "Come on, miss, you can't teach me some fucking math." Or something like that. No, and and I think that's the biggest thing. Like we all know when it is acceptable 
and not something. Like you're decent. Mm. You got fucking decent human being. Like yeah, yeah, you know how to turn it on, turn it off. Yeah. But it's just like if you even hear it in a conversation that isn't yours, people tend to get like offended. Like I can't believe it's yeah. why, why? First of all, why the fuck are you listening to my conversation? Yeah. <laughs> get you a better life. Um, and and that's how I feel about that. Like what the like what the hell are we doing here? Like come on, like these are just words, people. Relax, it'll be okay. Yeah, and it's only gonna get worse. Like it just in general, every every people, all the wet blankets, they're all just gonna cry over everything. Because ultimately, I think I think most of them they all get offended because they don't want to want to do anything else. You know, they, they don't want jobs and they don't they don't want to work or, or do anything with their lives. So it's easy just to sort of stay at home, and cry about everything, and say life's not fair. Or just be one of those uh, virtue signaling type people. That's all. Um, yeah. They're fighting the fight to be fighting the fight. It's like, yeah. Um, like, what are you talking? Like, stop that! Like, I don't, I don't need to know about that cause, and you don't really care about that cause. You just know it's going to get you yeah. some likes because you know you posted a picture of you with your mask on, oh, yeah. peace sign. You know, oh. I voted twenty twenty. You know, <laughs> how many likes can I get? Make sure I got the right filter on. Like, uh, the, the lightning yeah. is bad over there. Like, you sat with that same idea with that vision for like over an hour before you actually posted it. So it's not oh, real. So <laughs> just checking every single filter to make which one makes the skin look less shiny. You look like a mutant with the filter on and with the filter off. So it really doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 the thing is that that is it with, with, with the internet it's you know there's a lot of catfish who in you know in real life would be pure you know freaks uh, of nature but because of the the makeup they can plaster on over themselves you just you, you just don't know online because all you've got is a webcam you can't see through it no, I would say some bizarre shit. I don't know if you've ever went down the YouTube rabbit hole, but um, there are some videos of some lovely, I would say lovely, uh, young Korean ladies who look like monsters until they completely <laughs> change their face. I Yeah. It was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen. They looked like anime. It's like a mask. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's, I mean, they were using like scotch crazy. tape on their necks and plastic. <laughs> Dude, it's it's amazing. Like, they don't even look the same. <laughs> and and, uh, and that's it. what got it's me thinking. Up. That's what got me thinking about a case that happened where a guy sued his wife uh, because he'd never seen her without makeup before they got married. And I, hey, I think he got fucking catfished, like in real life. It's a fucking and, risk. <laughs> and he, uh, I think he was suing her because he didn't want to have ugly children, and uh, she looked like a real, like, like a real hyena in the face. So he was like, no, we, we probably have ugly babies. But he's probably like an ugly man himself. He's like too ugly to not make it pretty. So he was like, I'm out. Um, but that's and, and that's the thing. It's like makeup and all that other crazy shit filters like you know you're wasting your time because we don't care as dudes like we don't care no. and like it's other women put those ideas like you have to look like a most people don't care but mm. knock yourself out yeah exactly i tell you um did um trump is everyone you know does anyone jump on it in the states about how we basically, you know, how it sounds like he wants to fuck his own daughter. Does <laughs> is, is anyone else jump on that as well, or is that just English people who sort yeah. of latched onto it? 
No, it's it's, it's a it's a common <laughs> it's a common remark here because he he's very creepy with his daughter. Fucking weird. Like he like I know if you like you appreciate your children and like you know you're proud of them. Yeah. No, this dude like he's he's borderline like just has thought about fucking. His yeah, he wants to bend her over. Oh, hundred percent. He wants to really have a go on his on his on his daughter. It's... He truly believes like he can fuck any woman he wants, including his daughter. Like. That's, that's Donald for you. <laughs> well, the thing is, I suppose if you were hanging out with Epstein, you probably do think you can fuck anyone, don't you? <laughs> really? You know, I, you know and, and that's woman most, or child. Like how, like, how did that go on in this? How did that go on for so long? Is the fact that there is an island. It's not like it's like a building in like in a city, no. like in a you know, no, it's an no. entire fucking island where yeah. you can just go and rape women and <laughs> children. It's, it's, it's a rape island. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's all it is. And it's like, yeah. and, and you're like, hey, we're just going down here for the weekend, like it's a trip to Vegas. Yeah, just, I'm heading down to the Isle of Rape. I'm gonna yeah, find a couple of exactly. underage girls and just force myself upon them. And then the, the great thing, like, okay, I've, I've raped all weekend. And then you go home, and half of these guys, they have daughters the same age as the girls that they were fucking, yeah. you know, victimizing. Like, what is, like you're a fucking monster. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, how do you, like, do that? Like, it's beyond me that that's a possibility. But yet, people who have power and influence in this country do this shit was happening. That's the thing. It, it's it's how much more of it's going on that, that hasn't hit the media yet. Because oh, there's no. got to be shit tons more of it. Why do you like? Why do you think there's a Burger King? Because people got tired of going to McDonald's. I guarantee you, people got tired of going to the Rape Island. There's a new place out there. Oh yeah, there, like, there'll be Rape Rape City know, somewhere. <laughs> if, if you can do it to that scale on an yeah. island, you can do it somewhere else. So yeah. it's, I mean, it, and I, I, come on, like Theo Epstein, like why? No one knows why this guy had the type of connections he did because he wasn't like a real brilliant man no no it's it's because everyone else wanted him because he was like some fucking pimp yeah and like hey i got the hose like, hey, <laughs> hey who's fucking bill you like this one she's just not allowed to speak mate she's it's, all yours exactly it's like hey i know you're like hey she just got out of the cup oh girl scouts i know that's what you like she got those cookies come on she's got she's got the cookies like come on like and you're like what the fuck is going on man and did you see like um <laughs> like the pictures like he's got a picture of like bill clinton and yeah a dress. yeah that's it yeah he, he had it by his front door didn't he it's like and, when people walked in i'm like i low-key think like you know this was not only was it just a fuck island but it was also like blackmail island like okay, oh I, yeah i got the, you he, the, the, that that photo must be like pure to anyone who walks in like i've got filth on clinton like, yeah, like it, he's my bitch that's yeah, why he's anything i want yeah, if he doesn't do it, I've got some shit that he's gonna ruin his life. Literally, I think it's like some weird fucking skull and bone shit. Like, like Bill had to like suck Theo's dick and say it like to completion until like to join. Like, I need to know how much you want this. Like, how yeah. bad are you willing to come to yeah. this island? Like, are you willing to suck my dick to have infinite girls for the rest of your life? Yeah. Well, I guess I, I guess I, if you want me to, I, I'll get down. <laughs> I, how about right here on the, you want me right here on the pecker? Uh, yeah. uh, how about one lick? And, you know, and I can imagine Bill just on his knees, <laughs> just giving his life to Theo. Just one lick, uh, just one time. But uh, that's the most, um, and come on, man. Like, why, why are we doing this type of shit? 
because money begets power begets evil like 100 percent. like yeah that type of money when you don't live in this world like when you get to that certain when no level, when you are so rich that you could you, you can buy anything in the world you want to buy something that you can't buy that that's it's it's human nature you always want something that's almost at the top of your budget and if there's something even if you can you're the most powerful man in the world and there's something you can't have you want it it's, it's human nature or not human nature because you know that's, that's a bit sick but <laughs> it, it, it i mean it's, it's like if you win the, win the lottery and you buy a couple of supercars you're kind of going to be bored of buying supercars so you want to buy something else oh, 100%. It just prog- I'm not saying everybody who wins the lottery is just going to become a fucking raper, but yeah. <laughs> not all millionaires rape, but all rapers are millionaires. Maybe. Um. <laughs> I think. I think. So, well, yeah, for, for for kids, maybe. But yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, and you're absolutely right. Like when you have an unlimited supply of finances, nothing is solid. Everything is liquid. You can move through anything. There's. Yeah. You have no boundaries. So of course you're gonna like, you know, once you're done with like possessions, then you wanna say, maybe I can start buying people. Yeah. You know, like everybody's got a price. I guess. Let's find out. Like, because I've I've admitted this to myself that I'm literally going to start a uh, hobo fighting federation once I become a millionaire. Because anybody will do something for a turkey. So I figure this is what my calling is to be like the WWE of hobo wrestling <laughs> international. Well, just a, just a, just a whole school of vets just, Absolutely. just lined up, ready to fight. Yeah, I'm giving them purpose. I'm giving them something to do because if you not noticed, like the homeless population has exploded in our country here, uh, which is an awful fucking thing. It's, it's so bizarre, but that's what's going to happen and we're going to have more homeless people. So I mean, I'm I'll, giving I'll them purpose. Say, Forget the turkey. Just let them do it for a bag of drugs because that's that'd be better. I think they're going to fight to the death for a bag of drugs. <laughs> hey, meth is the drug of choice here in this country. Do y'all have very high like drug problem? Like, like I've never heard anything like. like what is the drug of choice? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a, there is a lot of heroin addicts uh, still. But uh, to be honest, I'm not I'm not close enough to the street to know exactly what the general sort of drug of choice. Good lot of them that are you know a big fan of heroin, but I think meth is also quite prominent. And uh, yeah, I think they're, they're the two big hitters. Really. Definitely, here's methamphetamines and prescription pills because pharmacies love to get pills. Yeah, oh, that's the same attitude with all of our doctors. You go to the doctor, and say, oh, you know, oh, I've, I've got a pain in my neck. They go, oh, we'll take these tablets. What? Can't I have a scan? No, no, no. Just take, take these tablets. No. Manage the. You want to manage the pain? Or well, no, I don't want to manage the pain. I want to get rid of the fucking pain. <laughs> take the pain away. Fucking operate on me. Don't. But mind you, you, you probably don't get the same as that because healthcare is obviously fucking a bit different to our national health service. But if you are insured here, they know they are pill pushers. The number one thing you can tell is like once you walk into your doctor's office, you start looking around at like all the stationery and all the pens and all the flyers on the wall. They'll all be from the same pharmacy or the same um, chemical company that makes these pills because it's all money because that pharmacy sells as many pills 
we'll give you this. I mean, these pharmacists go on trips and it's a legit thing. They're pushing yeah. drugs on people. Yeah. They have to hit a quota, you know? That's why you get people with 60 pill Percocet scripts. Who the fuck needs 60 pills in one strip? 60. Like, it doesn't make, does that fucking make sense to you? Like, no. But yet you have people out here who get scripts for 60 fucking pills. Why? Because I'm getting paid, bitch. Like, I'm pushing yeah, these yeah, fucking yeah, stones. Yeah, that's, what it, yeah. that's what it all comes down to. Yeah, yeah no, that's exactly what it is. Oh, man. Well, this, this has been a fucking great fucking conversation, dude. Uh, but yeah, it's I been a good time. It. So, uh, folks, I want you to go ahead and plug yeah, where people can find you doing your thing, getting it out there. Uh, well, check me out on TikTok, Andy Blythe Live. I'm on Instagram again, Andy Blythe Live. Um, I'm actually going to start a, a podcast series with all of my guest appearances. So that's why I've been recording this one. So. Uh, yeah, again, Andy Blythe Live. Um, I think the podcast, I'm going to call it Andy Blythe Guest. So check that out. I'll be uh, letting that out on Anchor. So eventually it'll end up on all the other platforms as well. Standing. Hey, I appreciate it so much, Andy. Thank you for giving me this opportunity, sharing this time with me, dude. It's been a blast. Anytime. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll stay stay in touch. Yeah, for um, sure. If, hey, if there's ever anything I can do, help out. Best believe I'll be right there, dude. Oh, appreciate that. Now you keep doing your thing. All right, everybody, remember this has been episode 22 No Room Talk podcast with special guest today, Andy Blythe. Hey, you know what to do. Check me out. Questions, comments, rate, review. Hey, it's been a good one. It certainly has. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.